It's time for another episode of the Cultural Hall. It's articles of news for the uh, 16th of April. And uh, look who we have here. Wait, hold the phone for just a minute. We have uh, Molly Jenny and <gasps> Janae Manite. Are you what? kidding me? Both of us. Luckiest. It is so much lady awesome in here. Richie uh, should feel special. I d- Listen, it's been a long time since we've had a dual articles of news, but equipment has changed as such so that we can now do this. Hooray. So I'm excited to have both of you guys here. And by guys, I mean ladies. And by ladies, I mean fine, young, respectable women of Zion. Hola. How are you? Mothers in Zion. I need to start off by what's new for me. Uh, Let's hear it. Uh, not an apology by any means, but I I have started to engage trolls on Facebook and. Uh, Don't. Is I, this because I texted you this I, morning? Well, I it, it reminded <laughs> me of that, but I like it. I oh I no, who oh, no, the problem. beast has awoken. I have a problem with trolls on the internet. Who has the time? Oh, I win. Oh I man, I win. I go and tell. I win because my points aren't wrong. Uh-huh. So I go until I win, until I, I I carefully guide them into a corner, and then I let them make the statement, and then I go, and that, my friend, is exactly how I feel. And then if they comment again, I delete them. <laughs> because I'm the admin. You can Amazing. find that sweet trolling action uh, Facebook.com slash The Cultural Hall. Amazing. Yeah, it's fun. It, it is a sport. So uh, just on just kind of the topics du jour, uh-huh. like just whatever. Whatever it is. All right. Like uh, you can be a little catty and I'll let it slide, but you, you, come at, uh, you come at me offensively, boy, I will not rest until I make you look like an idiot. Look the fool, as, as I'm learning fool. people are saying. Cool. Yeah. It. I uh, would expect that you probably would have the talent of making others look the fool. Yeah, it, not a particularly Christian attitude. I That's just want a- to recognize <laughs> that it's. It is not my best foot. Listen, it's the universal law of the internet. You say something loudest and the most often, yep. then you're correct. Yep. So, uh, but in these cases, not even. La- I say it. Uh, I don't want to be blasphemous and say a still small voice, but I just give the point and say. Hmm. And then they say no, and then I say, no, 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 I don't think you read what I wrote. Let's Mm -hmm. try this again. And they go, no. And then I say, all right, so let's walk through this example. Because if I can talk Brother Kyle into going on a six-week mission to leave his kids, Mm -hmm. I can win the internet, and I have. Okie dokie. And I can win the internet. Uh, Yep. What's new with you, ladies? Which one of you wants to start? Go ahead. Oh, me. Goodness. Do we have enough time for this, Janae Manite? We've got, yeah, not a whole whole lot. I just went to Oceanside with my husband over the weekend. He Watching the hubs compete in the triathlon in the in the Ironman in the in the 70.3 half Ironman out there. Okay, so fun. Oh my goodness. Well, those are your peeps because you're you yourself being a triathlete. In, yes, and actually we we did it even more so this year. Uh, we got we rented a ro- or whatever got a room in like the party house like the oh, Salt yeah. Lake Tri Club like had a house uh-huh. and we got a room within no the house kids, so right? all of our fun no no kids this good. year and it was so fun <laughs> we had such a good time I was exhausted I ha- literally had a longer recovery period after the race than my husband did yeah <laughs> he's like the like, next I can drive and you're like no I should do a <laughs> exact no exactly he drove the whole 10 hours home the next day and then the very next day he's like yeah I think I'll go do a run I'll go play ultimate 
frisbee at lunch with my buddies mm. and I'm still at home just like oh that whole trip just rocked me did you <laughs> just stay up past 10 good uh no no, no we did not <laughs> <laughs> well, man it was such a party house no, what time were you in bed 8 30 mm, what a dream Whoa. well I mean it's a bunch of really? well because yeah, you gotta get up at four everyone's yeah. competing although the night after the race we had like a party an actual party up on top of like the roof that was all beautiful had you know um, lights strung and there's we we are literally right on the beach just Mm. the most gorgeous spot Mm. it was fantastic and um, but there was a whole bunch of alcohol there for uh, for, it's very interesting and I will go off on this tangent because maybe you guys can help me sure we've been we've been asking ourselves this question should you drink yes should we No. Bourbon is that okay? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, for the pregnant cultural hall girl, yeah, yeah. totally. Um, Did you know she was pregnant? I did. I I congratulated her. Do we know the sex? She's so sweet. Oh no, not yet. It'll be a probably another month and a half or something. And that's why she's so. uh, Growing a human is a lot of energy. Sure. Yeah. You can't drink bourbon. No. (laughs) I mean, vodka maybe. Bourbon? Are you kidding? A glass of wine? No. Don't drink. What? What's the tangent? None of that. So tangent. So. In our, in any, if we're talking about Utah, any collective group in Utah, mm-hmm. simply because it's Utah, you're gonna have probably half and half active LDS, the other half either inactive or not members at all. Sure. Just because it's Utah. Yeah, a good rule of thumb, about 50-50. About 50-50, unless it's like some sort of like specific group that would exclude one or the other. Yeah, if right, it's like the, the Bishop Brick, you would not find it to be half 50, and half. Yeah, right. yeah no. not so much. <laughs> if it's the Utah Wine Club, probably yeah, again, not probably a not. whole well, bunch. Well, actually, well, we don't know. <laughs> we don't, we don't know. know. And we don't judge. Nope. But the but the expectation, you're, you're probably not going to have half and half. So anyway, so we've got triathlon our, our triathlon club has a few hundred people in it at Jeez. this point um and it's the salt lake tri club mm-hmm. and oh my goodness i can't even tell you how happy we are to have found this like wonderful group of people good good hearts good souls everybody whether you're going to the world championships or in kona or you're just barely starting out you know, overweight and not in shape and doing your very first, everyone is so kind and willing to give help. So, so it's a great, great group. And, okay. but that's beside the point. It's just been very, very interesting for Trent and I, my husband's name is Trent for Trent and I to be like, where are all of the active people? There are very, very few active people in our club. And it's just it doesn't mean and anything. And when you say active, you obviously don't active mean in physically, physically active. Physically active, active. no. I'm like, right. I am, I am definitely, me, myself, I am one of the inactive members of our club <laughs> over the last couple of years. No activity over physically here active. with Janae. But, but you're saying uh, there's not, n- not a lot yeah, of Mormons in this I, group. See, I, can, I mean, most of everybody that we had out in, uh, in Oceanside, we had a huge group. I think that um, the Salt Lake Tri Club was the largest club represented out in California, more so than the San Diego Tri Club or the Wait, whatever, so, so, whatever. So let me ask you a couple so questions about this. How many people do you think there were from the Tri Club? From the, the Tri Club, we probably had 50, 60 people okay, out so there. so 60 people. How many people okay. do you think are active LDS in that? There were probably 
eight of us. Okay. Now, did you ask for eight recommends, or, or did or you nine. just assume yeah. it by the drinking? Just the. Just, I mean, as it, we've been in our club now for a good three years, and you just get to you just get okay. to know so people. You, but so you know, so, or do you assume based on action? Because the other thing is, I know several active LDS people who, when they're on vacation, go. You know what? I'm drinking. God doesn't see Mexico or <laughs> wherever they're at. They really. can't see. Yeah. And, and yeah. They, I know. And the way that they do it is they justify and they go, I don't do this at home. Mm-hmm. It's not something that I frequently do. When I go on vacation, I will indulge in this. So I, I so guess I'm, I'm curious not, as far as that goes. I would, so this is just my question. Me, you know, me and my husband being like, what? It's just, it's just odd that mm-hmm. it, the, the ratio is so skewed in one way or the other, and we can't figure out necessarily why. So those kind of people, I would be like, oh, well, that's probably not I wouldn't put them in the active in the fully active group if they're like yeah sure Mexico I give, I I give my speculation but I'll let Molly Jenny go first uh, I think it's because uh, in general the population of Utah you'll find people who are who are here um, or who came here for one of two reasons one to be around Mormons and two to enjoy the outdoors and so oh, so that's so be. that's one thing there it would be and then be like what about triathlon specifically yeah. like excludes yeah. I I have another and the, the other thing okay. is that tries are are a lot of money and a lot of time. Yeah, yeah. that's where I would And that's yeah. um and and with the time thing, you know, people would love to race, but they don't have the time to train or to travel or to compete or they do but they're choosing it to to use that time with other things. Okay. Just that's that those are my sense two too. things. Right. That would yeah, right there. So you had a good time though? Had such a good time. I actually uh as my husband, I as I Went around to see. Did you oh, dress up like Moana for the party? <laughs> yeah, totally. Which, which character Stood out there you? on the harbor and was like, <laughs> "You're welcome. <laughs> make way, make way for my husband. Get no, out of his so way." So you apparently did not do no, the costume no, thing. No, didn't. I can't quite. I'm showing enough. Barely, <laughs> barely Moana. enough. Oh, gosh, that's a that, uh, amazing. That is, a, that is a mommy Moana. <laughs> yeah, definitely have called my boss and been like, "So." <laughs> Probably don't want to schedule me for yeah. any uh, Jasmine or Moanas right Give me right like now. eight and a half more months and I'll <laughs> be back to Hawaii. A little Hawaii bit. Was. A little bit. I could probably put a corset on and go <laughs> the poor be baby. Uh, wow. <laughs> Is it worth it? <laughs> Is it worth it? Anyway, your poor husband. Um, I interrupted you. I'm but, sorry. But uh, no, wait, wait. Oh, where was? Oh, I just, I ran around. I actually like jogged a little bit to mm. try and go f- like see him over here or like he passed me too quick and I chased him down and took my little picture and said, Aww. I love you, good job. Which was more, honestly, more physical activity than I've done in so long and s- certainly since getting pregnant. So I was feeling, I paid for it afterward, but I was feeling really happy. I was like, okay, this is an obvious indicator that maybe I'm out of the, the first trimester of just feeling wretched and maybe I'll feel... I'll keep keep feeling, you know, okay for the next little bit. Good. Anyway, so that's we what we did. We talked sex of the baby weekend. you want to grow, right? Although you're help, happy with whatever. Happy with whatever. My two little boys will not be happy if it isn't a girl. Yeah. <laughs> well, they don't get a pick. What's <laughs> new with you, Molly, Jenny? A few things. What? Spirit. I went to Moab for my first time ever. <gasps> did right. you? Yes. Did you love it? And people yes. don't know. Uh, Central Eastern Utah, mm-hmm. uh, pretty much known for its outdoorsy. It's where, when you think of Utah and you think of the arch that's in... Mm-hmm. Uh, Delicate in Arch Moab. is Delicate what Arch. is on the license plate for Utah. Uh, did the you The one that's it? not Ski Utah. Yeah, hike to it. Yeah. Hike to Delicate Arch. It's sort it's... 
walked to that hike. Walked to that arch. Right. That's fine. Like, it's did you really stroll? Did you stroll to the arch? Uh, I skipped to the arch. <laughs> I sauntered. Yes. Meandered, yeah. maybe. With the Reverend John Dye. Yes. Hand. Yes. We we, g- we galloped hand in hand. <laughs> Oh my gosh, now I want like a boomerang of you and John galloping, galloping hand up to the, in hand. to the delicate arch. Yeah. Oh it's a little underwhelming, not the arch, but the hike, right? The hike for sure. I was like, what are we, like there's, I, I mean, and we were with a group of friends we camped with and, uh, you know, little like three-year-old was like walking next to me. I'm like, can you do that? You can do this. All right. You, uh, all right. Like we're good. Did you encouragement, wear... but also you kind of go, you know, I kind of want something that like I'm like a hike for all day and then yep. this is the payoff. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Angel's Landing is down there. That's a pretty That's in Zion. That's no, in Zion. is that? Mm-hmm. Oh, don't mind me. I'm just... It's, it's like three hours away You're from welcome. It. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we also went to see... Uh, what did we see? Oh, well, we got rained out uh, Saturday night, so we broke camp in the dark in the rain. Oh, yeah. And, well, and you came back Saturday night? No, uh, we just got a hotel. Oh, <laughs> oh, you're like, over this, not doing this. Yeah. yeah, well, and everyone else headed back home. Okay. But, uh, did you not have rain gear? Or? Uh, well, we did, but a couple of oh. the other um, campers did, like, like no, they didn't bring a rain fly. We were okay. planning and on so, rain. Yeah, and so their stuff just got soaked, mm-hmm. and then the, the people fun. who had um, a lot of kids with them, it just wasn't enjoyable, and I don't yeah. blame them at all. Yeah. I mean, camping is just going outside to do four times the work that you do in your house. This right. is so. Um, we did that, and then Sunday we went to go see uh, Dead Horse Point. Cool. I mean, and that was a dream. That was so oh. overwhelming. You called it something on Facebook or Instagram that I thought was unique. Mm. Not a bucket list. A life list. A life list. Yeah. Things to do in your life. Yep. That's obviously the thing. Instead yep. of bucket, like instead of the negative. Yeah, so when, before I kick the bucket, the bucket right. it's my life list. Yeah. Cool. That I wanted to see that. So. What else is on there? Nice. Uh, on my life list? Yeah. Give me one thing right now. Go to Ireland. Ireland? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Um, Why Ireland? Uh, because I'm very Irish. Oh. I know. Prove it. I know. Noonan. Yeah, where's your pint? Noonan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about drinking today. I know. Yeah. Oh, it's it's in my family it's for in, sure. It's in the car. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, uh, and while I was in Moab, I had a birthday. Uh, Happy I, my birthday. birthday's the day after the cultural hall's birthday, actually. Yes. Yeah. So Happy birthday. And thank you. And I did not have a hard time when I turned kind of the banner years 20, 30, 40. Right. Um, and this one was 41. And I, like, broke down. I could not get out of my head. It was weird. Like, and I, so what, I'm over what, it now. What about, like, life is over? No. Like, just, like, I don't know. I don't know. And, like, last year, my 40th, big one, 40th, mm-hmm. forgot it was my birthday. Really? Was on my honeymoon in Italy, but right. forgot, oh, you know. Oh, yeah, that so. thing. You <laughs> kissed <laughs> me again <laughs> under I know. This. Like, oh, yeah. Let's go see the Pope. I forgot. So, uh, but, yeah, just something about it. I don't know what. It just, out of the blue, it was really weird. I'm trying to dissect it and figure it out. But that's one thing. Uh-huh. Um, the, Is it the menopause? Uh, please bless. That'd be amazing. I, I think it'd be great for everyone around me in my life if I were going through menopause. You're welcome. Please. please yeah. Please, please. You're welcome. Signed the Reverend John Dunn. Oh, jeez. Um, and then the other thing is, I think the last time I was here was maybe January. Okay. And I talked a little bit, and I've talked about it before, about how my kid might be going on a mission. Right. Uh, and I oh, sh- yeah. <laughs> I and we shared- didn't talk about this at all? No, because I haven't been on since. Um, and, and I did share it on the Cultural Hall's Instagram uh, page. Which is at the Cultural Hall. Mm-hmm. Um, but in February, one Friday, I had gone down to 
Provo to pick up my children and bring them back with me for the weekend. And the oldest one, she's 18, and so she's under no obligation to spend any time with me. Um, but we like each other. We're taking a class together at UVU, and we see each other then. And that Friday, uh, she happened to phone me, and, and she said, are you, are you back in Salt Lake yet? And I said, no, honey, you know, but we can come see you. She and her friend were at the mall, so we just... I brought the other kids. We just stopped to say hi. Mm-hmm. Um, about an hour or so later, I was at my house, and she knocked on the door. And Which is a surprise in and of itself. Right. It's like, didn't know you were coming, daughter. Yeah. Like, like she said, she said they because her friend and, you know, they were shopping, and she's like, we may go to the mall that's near your house. And so I knew that it might be a possibility, sure. but I wasn't expecting it. Right. Uh, certainly not it's that quickly. how you protect quickly. your heart with teenagers. <laughs> yes, exactly. You really have to. But I have no yep, expectations. No expectations. <laughs> Zero. And then everything's a nice surprise. Yay. Uh, so, but she opened the door, and there's... That this is what I posted on the cultural hall on Instagram. Um, she she was standing on my porch, and I was like, "Yeah." And she pulled from behind her back the big white envelope with her name on it, and I was like, "What?" And she's like, "I'm opening this on Sunday." And I, I mean, what? She turned 19 yesterday, and so um, she <laughs> she had been telling me that she was going to put in her papers in May and make her availability August because there were things that she wanted to do this summer. Sure. Uh, no. One last hurrah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah go on like this trip and that trip and whatever. No, Disneyland. No. Oh, she, she's already, she already did that for her spring break with all <laughs> oh, her girlfriends, like nine girls. Yeah, they oh, love doing that. <laughs> and uh, And yeah, so she... She did it by herself. Like it was really an emotional experience. So Dad but didn't know either. No, no. So she showed me, and then she showed my husband, and then that Sunday, actually, her dad and stepmom were out of town, and she picked them up at the airport in Salt Lake, huh. did the same surprise thing, and then said, "We got to get to your house in Utah County because everybody is there, right. and we're going to open it right now." Wow. And so well, they got. They got back to their house, and I went up to their stepmom, and I was like, are you okay? You know, because she, she walks in right. from a week-long trip, and everyone's in her house, and, you know, she's going to open her mission Ta-da. call. So, yeah. So Where's she going again? Edmonton, Canada. Oh, yeah. For some reason, I thought it was Ecuador. Mm, no. But that's complete opposite. Yeah, that's, yeah it is the opposite of... <laughs> what's a, I mean, the church is true up there, but I was going to ask, what's the church like up there? Is there? There's not a temple in Edmonton, right? There is. There is. Yeah, there's, and I think, and there's, because there's one in Alberta, uh-huh. but um, Edmonton is north of uh, Calgary. Calgary? <laughs> sure. I, uh, yeah. It's your story. Yeah. Your daughter. Yeah, I don't know. Her mission. Uh-huh. But she's going to be speaking English. Good. And she'll be going uh, into the... Missionary Training Center at the end of June. So do we send um, with you, or do I send it directly to her, my pharmaceutical requests? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mom, look at that brought home! <sighs> yeah, that'd be amazing. Uh, are you nervous? Yeah, I'm very anxious. I'm very anxious. I mean, she's going to be pretty safe. Like, I- you could not get... M- I know. Much safer than Canada. You know, it's not like Colombia. Yeah. Well, and my my dad back in New York, he's very. Just everything needs to be. He's he's very make America great again. Uh-huh. And um and I remember when my brother went on his mission in like two thousand one. Uh-huh. My dad was like, well, they better not send him anywhere 
out of the country or I'm going to write a letter. And I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> write, write a letter. Cute. Write a letter. How <laughs> cute. Exactly. He went to that? Houston. Spoke okay. Vietnamese. Okay. You know, but. Um, <clears throat> well, that's fine, I guess. Right. <laughs> but I, um, but I, I, I told my daughter, like, I was like, if you go anywhere, you know, she, she wanted to, to phone grandpa. And so we did like a three-way phone call so she could let him know too. And uh, I was like, I was like, he will want you to stay in the States unless it's Canada. He'd be fine if you went to Canada. Yeah. <laughs> and turns out that's where she's going. Thanks a lot, so, Grandpa. I know. Yeah. No, but it's it's great. It's really exciting. Um, she's going to be so cold. Like, yeah. it's so cold. They even like, say in her letter, like, well, she can wear pants. And then also that, like, not to buy your winter gear here. Don't bother. Like, because the stuff here can't cut it yeah, for how cold wow. it is. Wow, really? Yeah. Yep. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So. And by winter here, you mean, like, nine months out of the year in Edmonton, I would presume. Oh, yeah. It's right? like three degrees today, maybe, yeah. up there. <laughs> oh, so oh. terrible. Yeah. So... Yeah. yeah. For, so for my daughter who loves the beach Get and being warm. <laughs> I don't ball? think uh-huh. I'd survive. Because you use it to knock on doors instead of your knuckles. Oh, smart. Mm. Look at that. Tricks of the trade. Look at that. Well, uh, somebody served where it's cold <laughs> in the winter. Uh, yeah. I, let me tell you this story real quick. Then we'll take a break and, uh, and, and come back with uh, actual articles of news. So I had this really dramatic, I can't remember what his name was, Elder something, uh, who... Uh, we we tracked it. The way that it worked in Ohio was you had to get a call by 9.30 in the morning from the mission if you weren't supposed to go out that day, right? Because of weather conditions. Because of weather conditions. Yep. I mean, obviously, like in rain, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of go, it's raining. Can we do something that will keep us dry? No. So we stay in and study. But if it's just cold, uh, it was always you'd get a call from the main office. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember one day it was like negative 25, something like that. Oh, just, just, my gosh. Just bitter wind. Yeah. But, I mean, we had sweaters. We had thermals. We had coats and all that kind of stuff. And and we waited for the call, and the call never came. And um, Schaefer was his name. That's funny. I just remembered. Elder Schaefer. And so uh, I'm like, you know what? We, we didn't get a call. Let's do it. This is the part of my mission where I wish I would have had like the common sense instead of the here are the rules. Like I wish I was a little more spirit uh, <laughs> of law missionary than I was. I was a lot letter of the law because it was easier that way. Yeah. Really. Yeah. It's black and white. Um, you had no cell phones back in back in the day. Yeah, no, no cell phones, <laughs> none of that stuff. Uh, at the very end, the assistants started getting them. So we, you know, we're out knocking doors, and even with gloves, there's a point where your hands are just, yep. you know, frigid. So we had a golf ball. Um, but we got to our dinner appointment that night after having tracked it for probably three or four hours in the negative 20 wind cold. and. Oh. And I remember we get to the door, and it was like this, either the bishop's first counselor or something like that that was feeding us. And we knock on the door, and uh, the sister opens the door, and uh, my companion falls over the threshold. <gasps> and it's like, oh, <laughs> just falls over oh the threshold. Oh, dramatic. But, but like, oh. I guess sort of passes out or something. I'm not, I don't, Whatever. I'm not really sure. But if you can imagine this... <laughs> door opens he falls over the threshold she looks at me who i'm standing behind him and i go he's fine and i step over his body and <laughs> come into the house amazing that was your line yeah it was he's what fine. a nice you companion know, it's know, okay here's the deal uh i think i it so i served before the raising the bar <laughs> it's how i sort of so you were in the lowering the bar 
age of missions. No, no, just like the lowered bar. Yeah. And so I, I had, I had 19 companions in two years, and guess what? That wasn't 19 companions of the most spiritual, really excited to serve a mission group of people. That's oh, not no. who those people that's, were. That's not that missionaries was, are. Here's the last ditch effort. We need you to serve with Elder Stedman because we know that he'll do his best to keep oh, you in line. Oh, were you the elder that they gave out. all the difficult ones to? Yes. Oh. I, there was 19 of them. I liked three. That's Three rough. in two years. And it was brutal because I was just like, I feel like I could do so much more. If I just had a companion who, oh, I don't know, for example, didn't have a girlfriend on the mission, on the mission. or, yeah. you know, wasn't running a business at night from his laptop that he shouldn't have while I'm sleeping. Interesting. What, so, so the qualification for you, the three that you did like, mm-hmm. it's that they they respected the rules and the work as yeah, much as they, you did? They just wanted to work. Mm-hmm. They just were willing to work Got it. in a way that it was like, hey, what do you think about working? Yeah, I thought that same thing today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perfect. And it wasn't like we, I mean, one of them, he and I are still really pretty good friends now. Another one of my greenie, he was new, so he sort of had that spirit about him to be sure. eager to go. Out, eager mm-hmm. to go. Um, but it wasn't like we were like, oh my gosh, this is my best bud, man. We are, you know, Elder Green to his Elder Kessler. It was just like, oh, someone that wants to do this mission thing, yeah. great. But he'll be fine. <laughs> really, he'll be fine. Step anyway. And it, could, and it could not have been more of like for me the overdramatic step over him. Right. He'll be fine. Step. <laughs> That's hysterical, <laughs> and I love that. Elder Schaefer. Uh, let's come back in the second half and do actual articles of news. Imagine running a small business today. It's challenging. Imaging and internet presence is an absolute must. Even with that, you're still a small star in a bright cyber universe. Now, imagine you have someone who understands how to get your site designed for your talents and then easily searched by potential clients. Imagine Lennon Design. Whether it's strictly a website or a whole package of logo creation, advertising media, and promotional materials, Lennon Design is your partner in business. They'll test the boundaries of their imagination to create something unique for you. When you need creative, affordable design, let it be Lennon Design. Call 801-699-3022 or visit LennonDesign.com. Hi friends, Dan the Laptop Man here from PC Laptops. I get a lot of emails from people all the time. Here's one. Dear Dan, I hear your talk about a lifetime service guarantee. Free? Really? Please help me avoid all your fine print and be honest about what free means. You understand that we should be very wary of A free offer? Signed, Skeptical. Hi, Skeptical. I remember 22 years ago when we started PC Laptops and our lifetime service guarantee, people thought it was too good to be true. Well, you know, after a decade, people started believing me a little bit. But you know, it's been 22 years of having the privilege to serve our friends and neighbors like you. Our lifetime service guarantee has become the most trusted warranty in the industry. You can get a brand new PC Laptops desktop computer for $7.99 with a lifetime warranty. Check us out at PCLaptops.com. That's PCLaptops.com. Here's to seeing you soon, Skeptical. The Cultural Hall wants you to help Utah Food Bank fight hunger statewide. Through your donations of food, time, or money, Utah Food Bank is able to distribute over 31 million meals annually to Utahns facing hunger. Even a $1 donation can be turned into $7.35 of goods and services. One in five children in Utah 
could go to bed hungry tonight, and 423,000 Utahns are unsure where their next meal will come from. By donating food at your local pantry or by visiting utahfoodbank.org, you can make a difference. It's time for the second half of Articles of News, wherein we do actual Articles of News. Hit it, Peter. You can't lose Articles of News. Uh, And away we go. I want to start here because, man, between the Mormon News Report, which uh, congratulations, Jenny, on being a part of that. Thank you. Dude, Uh, that's right. Yeah. How's that? It's great. Hi, Brant. Hi, Brian. Hi, Brant. They don't listen. Are you kidding? (laughs) Of course they do. No, they don't. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Yes, they do. If they listen, if Brian or Brant hear this Mm -hmm. from the Mormon News Report, I would like them to send me an email. Okay. No one can help them. Okay, got it. I would love it. Uh, Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. Uh, That comes out every Monday morning. Correct. uh, So people can check that out uh, here at theculturalhall.com. You just subscribe to the feed and you get it automatically. Um, I want to start here. There's been a lot of discussion of like, um, oh, I don't know, rape and... uh, just heavy, heavy things. So yeah, there's so been a we'll lot. Done, we'll get it done first, and hopefully with a, at least an interesting um, take on this whole thing. An Idaho Falls man uh, has been charged with raping a local teen. He's 21. Kalen is his name, so you know he's Mormon. Christensen <laughs> is his last name, so please, mm-hmm. Kalen Christensen. Extra Mormon. Uh, he's facing one charge of rape where the victim is three or more years younger than the perpetrator. So I'm not saying in a defense, but I will say it is a different thing. The The woman that he raped uh, is 15 years old and he is 21. So that is a different thing than right. 21 to, say, six years old. Right. Uh, I'm not saying that it's right. I'm just saying that it is, there, it, there is a difference, certainly, in that. Um, but he apparently, he claims that it was consensual with this 15-year-old girl. Um and that he's 21. So he's 21. Six year difference. Yep, six years difference between the two of them. And then I wanted to find um, this. It says, according to documents, and uh, by the way, I should say this: there's an upcoming episode of the Cultural Hall where we talk about what rape is, mm-hmm. uh, h- how we know that it's rape. Um, the, some women from the Wasatch Forensic Nurses. Um, we talk all about you know how to define rape, what it means, what you can do if you find yourself being raped men or women, mm-hmm. uh, and why it's important that you tell people, etc. So it's a whole episode that's not hilarious at all, no. uh, but very important because I think that there are a lot of people who don't actually know what you would do if you were raped, or you know, there still is some discussion going back and forth. It's like, oh, is this rape, or I just put myself in a situation I shouldn't have been in. Mm-hmm. So yeah, There are a lot of cultural implications that, that uh, factor there, but I think, isn't the statistic something like one in three women? Yes. Yep. Okay. Uh, not One in six women, I think, is rape. One in three women is sexual assault. So I'm not sure what the difference is as far as that goes. I think that probably that has a little bit to do with like children because I don't think that they classify that as a rape. I think they would classify that as a sexual assault, mm. right? Like a like a grown man and a young and child. A, right. I don't think they call that rape. I think they call it a sexual assault. Super hilarious. Anyway, uh, let's see. It says court documents show that Kaylin Christensen was known to the family and had recently returned from a Mormon mission when the alleged incident took 
took place. So he's just brand new home from the mission. He'd been visiting the victim's family when he and the victim chose to get ice cream, but instead drove up to Iona Hill, which apparently is like a makeout spot. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, according to it, uh, they were kissing, and uh, the victim told Christensen to stop, and he did not. Uh, eventually, she just gave in, and, and then things occurred. Um, so, like I say, we'll talk. We'll talk all about this in the definition of like rape and consent and in all that in in an upcoming episode of the Cultural Hall. But what I feel like just strikes me is you see his mugshot and you can see this at theculturalhall.com or if you follow us on Facebook he's got his garments on in his mugshot and I just am like ah. wait let me see this again all right there you are it is so very clearly oh. his you know his uh-huh. and, and it doesn't mean anything uh you know it's not like oh he shouldn't have been wearing it's his garments or like hang on before you take this mugshot let me take it off it just is a thing to me that uh is a constant reminder that it's like he just was barely home. Mm-hmm. The family trusted him. They went to get ice cream. Like, it sounds like a very innocent situation, and I just think that we need to always be aware, whether it's us for our kids or us individuals, uh, of the situations that we put ourselves in. There. That soapbox, and there's no more sexual, like, uh, deviance in the rest of this episode. Victory. All right. Who wants to go next? Uh, should we go to something light and mm. and precious and yes. great? Okay. I like light and precious. Both of them? Both yes. of those. Both of those things. So um, there's an article that uh, shared the experiences of prophets and apostles, They them sharing what it was like when they were called as apostles. And mm. these are kind of fun. Okay. So I've just, I just grabbed a couple. I'll read through uh, President Nelson's and um, President So this is Irene's. when he was called to be an, apo- an apostle. An apostle. Okay. Yeah. Um, So let's see. Saturday of April Conference 1984 has been circled on our calendars for many years. For that date was targeted as the first time in my life that our only son would be old enough to attend general priesthood meeting with me. President Russell M. Nelson said the first time that he stood at the pulpit in general conference as an apostle. Brothers and sisters, little did we know on that day my name would be presented as a member of the Council of the Twelve. The announcement came as a surprise to then Elder Nelson and his family and the phone began ringing frequently in between conference sessions. Our married daughter, and just imagine President Nelson telling this story. Sure. Our married daughters telephoned us between sessions. One who was expecting a baby said, Daddy, I was so shocked by that announcement. I think I am going into labor. (laughs) (laughs) And then she went into labor and had a baby. So wow. So he said, he That's says that she did. Right oh there. my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so President yep. Hinckley, your announcement from the first presidency should get credit at least for an assist. Our 22nd grandchild arrived safely last evening. That's awesome. Oh Isn't gosh. that funny and adorable? This is I both light and funny. Mm-hmm. Light Precious. and funny. Should we talk about uh, Elder Henry B. Iring? Yes, please. President Bre- I'm betting Iring? he cried, though I don't know the story. <laughs> I'm betting he no, cried. No, it's hilarious. A little weepy. It's hilarious. So he says, um, he says, oh, and this is nice. He says, I will keep my covenant to take his name upon me and always remember him. And I will go wherever I am sent to teach of him and offer the ordinances by which we take his name upon us and promise that we will always remember him and keep his commandments. That's what he had said about um, when he accepted his call. So this is the story of him getting it. While taking the garbage can to the back to the house from the curb, President Iring's wife, Kathy, told him he had a phone call. Um, and, so funny. 
he says, can you take a message? And she's like, it's the office of the first presidency. I think you'd better take it. No, not not taking a message for you. <laughs> Drop the trash and no. get in here. I mean, I asked already and mm-hmm. they said no. Hal, and I love how they call him Hal. I forget mm-hmm. that, that's, that that's the thing. Hal grasped the phone in one hand, still holding the garbage can <laughs> in the other. So that's a visual image right there. He heard the secretary to the first presidency, Michael Watson, say, President Hinckley would like to talk to you. After an uncomfortable silence on Hal's end, President Hinckley came on. So he's already like on this call. He just pops on, or I don't know, they patch him through. Sure. President Hinckley came, comes on and declared, without introduction, I'd like to ask you to join President Monson and me in the first presidency. At what otherwise might have been a moment of profound thought and feelings, Hal faced an analytical dilemma. Because, you know, scientist, his dad. So he's going to be analytical about it. President Hinckley hadn't spoken his name, either first or last. So given the the improbability of his being called to the first presidency, he had to wonder whether Brother Watson had connected President Hinckley to the wrong man. Apparently, it's happened before. So he says, President Hinckley, Hal blurted out, are you sure you're talking to the right person? This is Hal Eyring. I know who this is, President Hinckley replied. Like, exclamation point. Don't I tell know, me my business, I, devil woman. <laughs> I know who this is. The ensuing conversation was short. Hal accepted the call, saying he would do anything President Hinckley asked and that it would be an honor to serve with him and President Watson. I love it. Thank you. What a great way to... Awesome. Light and preciousness. I know who this is. I know who this is. Wait, wait this is Hal, though, right? <laughs> How cute, though, that he's like, oh, no, of course you wouldn't actually be asking me. No, 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 not me. President Iring. Oh, no. Of course, like, yeah. just, I love it. This is how I ring. I'm taking out the trash, man. Right. Like, what? <laughs> just take a message. I was, I was in the middle of something. What? what? Yeah. 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 You bet. Yep. yep. Sure. Yeah, I will. Okay. Yep. See yep. Call you. Talk to you later. Whatever you need. It's fine. Um, uh, so the church made a not statement about the medical marijuana ballot initiative. A statement, not statement. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, released Tuesday, the first presidency heaped praise on the Utah Medical Association, which said it opposed the ballot initiative. And here is the statement in total from the church. We commend the Utah Medical Association for its statement of March 30th, 2018, cautioning that the proposed Utah marijuana initiative would com- would compromise the health and safety of Utah communities. We respect the wise counsel of the medical doctors of Utah. The public interest is is best served when all new drugs designed to relieve suffering and illness and the procedures by which they are made available to the public undergo the scrutiny of medical scientists and official approval bodies. An LDS church spokesman told Fox 13 they would not elaborate on the statement nor offer any interpretation about whether it was a full-throated opposition to the initiative. So I'll be honest, when I saw this online, I read it, and then I scrolled down and looked for more, and then I reread it, and I was like, so that's a no? What? Right. You know. Um, so yeah, it's led to heated pushback from supporters of the initiative, obviously. I think that you're going to see it on the ballot, and I think it's going to pass. Agreed. I think that there are enough people who have seen loved ones die from opioid abuse Mm -hmm. uh, or, you know, any of those, you know, very pharmaceutically driven, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, pain stuff that you're just going to see people go, listen, we believe and trust that they can do this in a way that can be administered to those people who really need it. Yeah. Responsibly and. And and tough. Yeah. This is this isn't like a scam to legalize recreational marijuana use. Um, Although it's the camel's nose in the. Tent. <laughs> well, it, so get out of here, camel. 
Well, I can't. <laughs> to get um, on. Do you have any idea what day it is? <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Oh my gosh. Um, to qualify for to be on the November ballot, you need 113,000 signatures, and this one has gathered over 160,000. Yep. So I think that that is pretty representative of yep. of uh, yeah the support around. So unless, and unfortunately, and everyone uh, I think will agree with me, unless the church says no, vote go vote no. Right, which the church doesn't. You never mind. The, you hope that the church would never do something. Right, like that. Uh, but yeah, a recent poll um, put it at 77 percent approval even amongst faithful Mormons. Yeah. So we'll see. You know why? Because guess what? God it, made it. And it helps. And it, and helps, it helps people. Now, have you heard from the people that are that read this statement and got upset? I've, I personally have not heard, but I know yeah, a lot of people. Trolley McGee like, over there Trolley online. McGee. <laughs> Hold on. Let me look on yeah. that, actually. <laughs> I've, uh, heard, I've heard some people, myself, you know, voice that they were upset that the, it's like, no, the church, like people need medicine. Like they, they need this thing. And honestly, after I read the statement, I was kind of like, ah, oh, we gotta, we gotta give people the things that they need if it's in a medical capacity. So that I was kind of disappointed. But then I read actually uh, in the Desert News article. Did you read that? Yes. That one. So there's, um, there's one part where it's where it's saying, oh, this is just the first step in, um, pay, you know, this this would pave the way to recreational marijuana use. Nose in the tail. Which obviously that's not something that I would be all about. Um, but it does say in here as it's as it's written right now. The it it will allow allows various non physician practitioners to recommend marijuana for clients, and then those clients would take that recommendation or prescription to a dispensary staffed by non medically trained personnel who would be tasked with with deciding what product would be best for the client's condition. So under those circumstances, after I read that, I was like, oh well, yeah, then I probably am a little more like, let's not just say that that's okay because the parameters are. Such that that pro- that pro- that that probably that to me right there sounds like yeah that is paving the way making it a much much easier for just recreational good times with marijuana. So I feel like we need to like narrow in how that would happen, and it needs to be if we're going to allow it, it needs to be controlled just like Vicodin is controlled and Oxycontin is controlled and all those, di- all those so things. So not controlled because neither of those things are. Yeah. <laughs> but I can't just go to somebody. I can't be like Dr. Richie because you're Dr. Richie. Right. I would really like some Vicodin. Can you write out a recommendation and I can go to some sure. like, yeah. Except that taco shop. No, I some. I totally get it because I read that too and I just thought yeah, but if if the dispensaries are I mean there's got to be I don't know from experience I'm I'm presuming that any dispensary would have to have regulations in place to avoid exactly that. And as far as like like you've got non medical people making recommendations and stuff like okay on Facebook I. I see people like, oh, I've got this thing. Like, what do I need? And then everyone else is like, well, my oil cures cancer. So why don't we do that? I mean, that's just something that happens all the time anyway. Right. Um, Zango. Right. Yeah. All of it. So, <laughs> yes. Just any just drive down the stretch down Utah County. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, it is a, it is a concern for sure. But I, it surprised me actually a lot because of uh, Dr. Nelson. But I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, have you ever been to a dispensary before, either of you guys? I have not. I have. You have? I have. Does that surprise you a little bit? What what dispensary did you go to? Where? One out in Boulder, Colorado. Okay. Mm. They're fascinating, aren't they? I sat I actually sat outside cuz I had my ch- my children okay. with me. Yeah, your kids can't and go my husband went in with one of our friends and to be like, "Let's go see what this whole thing is yeah. about." And uh and so he he relayed the experience, but even just sitting outside, it was like, "Huh." 
this is and the Pete, okay, and you're going in there, and then and then you're coming out with that stuff. It's cool. It's a well, fascinating. It's, experience. It was fascinating. I spent an hour in a dispensary oh, in, did in you Seattle. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. and I I've never smoked it. Mm-hmm. I've never eaten it. Mm-hmm. There's not like a you don't need to listen to the language that I'm using. I've never participated in mm-hmm. marijuana drug use in any form, but I was fascinated. Mm-hmm. The different strains of the of uh, yeah. of marijuana and effects and ways you can get it and the ways that you would want to get it for different things. Fascinated. Straight up fascinated. Cool. And there's a lot, I mean, there's a lot that needs to be, there's so many benefits to like the, what is it? There's the CBD mm-hmm. that is healing and, and really, really good. And then there's the HTC that actually gets you high. If I, I THC me, that can there's get you the high? H, yeah. There's the HTC or T, is it THC? Th- sorry, yep. THC that actually gets you high. And then the CBD, which is what is so like healing beneficial and, so and healing stuff, and yep. all those things. Yep. And, and you high. can separate them there's for all, sure. And you can separate them out. So there's, I don't know, I just feel like there's lots of parameters that need to be set so that it's not just free for all, have a good time. But it would be so great to get it into the hands of the people that actually need it. Yes, because I really am a firm believer of like the you know like it like it talks about in the in the Word of Wisdom that like for some people you know it like it is the thing it it and and there isn't a thing like it and it's a natural thing which is less harmful on your body etc etc etc. You can email us if you hate that. Contact at the cultural <laughs> <You hall.com. can. laughs> if you uh, that. This is interesting. Uh, the sister in Romania. Did you guys see about this? No. This yes. Sister but, missionary but is supposed it. to come home. Um, this last Wednesday, April 11th, from her mission. Actually, you know what? Plug your ears, Jenny. You made uh, with a sister missionary. Listen, going out. I've been, I listened to the whole recording uh, with from McKenna Denson, so you can't, I mean, I don't you know, know how what? you got through that. I went it, to go and I and I couldn't push play. It, I it, do it. took a, like first, a, a concerted effort of like cleansing my mind before I went to go pick up my kids. Really? Like it was awful. The first 25 minutes was terrible because I was like, stop pretending I you're know. a reporter. 40 minutes. I know. You know, yeah. come mm-hmm. on. Yep. Uh, anyway, yeah, go ahead. supposed to come home this last Wednesday, April 11th, um, but she has been hospitalized with a brain infection. Um, she was serving in Romania and believes to ha- is believed to have encephalitis, Jeez. which is a brain infection. Um, she was very sick, unconscious at some point, said Scott Livingston, president of the Pleasant Grove Manila Stake of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Uh, she is the brightest, most gentle, kind, really bright spirit, spirit, end quote. Uh, President Livingston posted to the Stakes Facebook page letting members know what doctors thought was going on with Robinson uh, and something special happened from the social media post. So maybe we can find this. I think it's on Instagram um, from the Pleasant Grove Manila Stake of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Uh, people were very supportive. Encouraging statements come came from all over the world from places like Asia, Africa, Europe. Uh, the Robinsons family has been touched by all the support and said that they wish they could thank everyone individually, um, but wouldn't obviously be able to do that because of so many that they have received. Uh, they're working to stabilize her and then hopefully be able to bring her home to the state of Utah, where she's from. But uh, as it stands now, still not home. No. What other stories do you got? Uh, um, we've got the uh, our Mikkel Cooper from uh, the most recent run of The Bachelor. Do you watch The Bachelor still? No. Have you ever no, watched it I have. before? I totally have. I no. was a first season Bachelor guy. I've I never watched seen the it. first season, and that was what two thousand and four or five. 
I will three. watch it with like my mom or sisters okay. or like girlfriends Husband's that not are down like, yeah. It. Oh, he hates it. Yeah. He hates it so much. And actually, I hated it too until I saw it for the till I actually watched it, and I was like, eh, you okay. know, whatever. Okay. So if it's like a, so, I'm a social drinker. I'm yeah. a, <laughs> I'm a social bachelor watcher, okay. bachelorette okay. watcher. But uh, and Mikkel is a Mormon girl who didn't get very far. Didn't get very far. Um, but it was kind of fun because they did. Uh, it, I always think it's interesting to see LDS people who are who who are active mm-hmm. um, go on things like that where it's you know that's definitely not the norm and and um, but yet they're doing something that's for all intents and purposes very nor like very normal like oh we're just gonna go on the Bachelor that's sure. just like a thing that we do that's, in America that's it's, what we do it's here kind of fun um, and so they uh, Desert News did an interview with her that was quite lengthy but um, I was gonna share the part where she uh, opens up about her Mormon religion a little bit please then thank you all right so they ask her what was it like being on that sh- being on that sort of show show as a Mormon many of the contestants drank but it didn't seem like you ever picked up a drink Mikkel says I obviously never drank I was never pressured to drink either so that was nice it wasn't weird to see everyone else drink I was whatever about it as far as my religion goes the week I got eliminated I had told Ari Ari was the the bachelor uh, who they were all competing for I told him I was Mormon, so that was interesting. Um, she wondered. I get. I'm. I infer from there that maybe she thinks that that was. He, she said he was that she was Mormon, and then the very next rose ceremony, she was kicked out. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. She um, goes on to speak in a different part where she's like, "I wasn't too heartbroken. There wasn't much of a love yeah, connection." Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, she said I wasn't flashing it, um, but they all knew I was Mormon. They caught on when they knew I didn't drink or I didn't swear, and I was uh, wearing modest clothes. I tried to. I tried my hardest. To wear modest clothes. It's not the easiest for a rose ceremony or the dates you have to wear workout clothes. Going on the show, I really, really wanted to make stand for Mormons. I wanted people to know that Mormons are normal, Mormons are cool, like we're not freaks of nature. I'm normal. I'm just like you guys. Yeah, I'm not perfect and I don't claim to be perfect, but I'm doing my best. And I really just wanted to be a millennial Mormon and be there for the people who are watching me right now. I know in some of my Instagram posts, I may not be perfectly modest, but I'm, um, oh, I guess she's a model. I wanted to show that that just because my shoulders are showing, that doesn't mean I'm not a good Mormon. I Hashtag still, porn shoulders. Porn shoulders. I still, I, um, I still believe in the same things. I'm still living it as much as I possibly can. So anyway, it's yeah. a lengthy, it's a lengthy interview. Some, of, some of that is sort of fascinating, right? Where it's like you have to do the workout, and it's like, well, I got to wear a sports bra, and, and if you're the girl with the sports bra and the t-shirt on, everyone's like, uh, take your t-shirt mm-hmm. off. Yeah, well, take your t-shirt off. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want to. I'm modest. Oh, hey, Marty. Hey, Marty. <laughs> Hey. I've gotten flack from other LDS people for leaving my garments on at like Disney World. Oh yeah? Yeah. I actually didn't appreciate that at all. Getting Wait, flack from Mormon people what? for like, wearing Oh, garments? it's so hot. So and we're going to Disneyland, Disney World, whatever, and so we're just gonna wear uh workout clothes and little shorts and stuff and right. I I mean, I'm an athlete, so that's not a big deal to me, but going to Disney World I don't feel like is is for me. It's not for, is a workout, me. right? It's not one just of the for S's. me is not a workout so I'm and I'm gonna be there all day long and I just I'm just gonna I don't usually take my garments off for for that type of activity so whatever but everybody else can if they want that's again that's it's a very personal thing right but But leave me alone about it but yeah when I when they were like oh it's so hot you just need it like why are you I'm like yeah 
because I would like to keep them on because it's because it's broke. my underwear and that's not your my, business. Like I that's so really weird. Oh, I'm sorry because that makes you feel like ah. Oh. Yeah, I, or it, get, it brings it back. It's like, well, am I am, am I doing something? No, 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 no it's not. Oh, no, no, yeah. no that never crossed my yeah. mind. Yeah, that's if not anything, a thing. I'm like, you should keep your carpet tight too because it. Well, but then I, I need to calm down and just. It's like it's everybody's just choice. So I think I'm gonna. And I I think that's interesting that you say that because I would think that there are a lot of people who would who would you know who would maybe chide other people for not wearing garments, like, which of course yeah. you won't. I remember once I was at a party in uh, New York City and there was a woman there that I knew from here and she came she came up to me and she was like hey just so you know um like sometimes when i'm at you know dancing and stuff like i don't wear my garments and i'm like uh, what okay. when i'm dancing yeah, like, because like she had well like she had Zumba or? no like like just at a party like i think she had like a sleeveless dress on or something sure. but, oh, going but zero dancing? time yeah like zero times did i think well now now are you an endowed <laughs> member and right, do you right, right, like right, tell right. me about all your underwear standards i just and and like you whisper back to her but you are wearing underwear right <laughs> 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 Those high kicks that you're doing. Oh gosh, Let's I make just sure. But but I but it's just it is such a personal thing for your own person. I just I can't. I mean to to go out of your way to you know say that to somebody else about it. Like I just anyway. Uh, it's, it's fascinating to me how like when I so I've been to Hawaii a bunch in the last couple of years. I don't know how the Hawaiian saints do it. No joke. Right. Like the way I justify it in that case is at any moment I may, uh, you know, hop in the ocean. So I'm like, it's yeah. bathing suit and tank top. And I can I feel mentally I can justify it. Sleep in the garments. Mm-hmm. But during the day. But I don't know how, you know, your Kauai mm-hmm. Latter-day Saints are rocking the garments every day. They must have a different fabric or a different tolerance for heat mm-hmm. and like Crashing that oh, I can yeah. handle because it was it was ridiculous. Speaking uh, of garments, uh, one more second because I know you have to go, oh, Janae tonight. And I've got five minutes. Do you have something that you want to make sure we'll no. get to yeah, speaking yeah. Okay. of garments? Okay. No, we're good. No, 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 keep Janae going. We're good. One more shot. I've got no. We're good. We're good. Okay, Jenny, I want to know about garments. Let's hear it. Let me tell you. Uh, <clears throat> the church is discontinuing more garment styles to accommodate improved products and fabrics. Uh, the church has announced it will dis, uh, discontinue certain styles by the end of June of this year. And that is that. It's, it's my cotton poly men's top. <laughs> yeah. The ring top. It says the, the church men's. is committed to providing quality garment products that meet members' needs now and in the future. Following the introduction of women's stretch cotton garments, the product line will be extended to include men's stretch cotton styles. Yep. Um, so sort so, of spandexy-ish. Yeah. Better yeah. than what it was before, because that stuff made my legs look like sausage casings. Oh, because the... Because yeah. <laughs> I got the big thighs. Uh, fret not. Not, mm-hmm. but you have until June. If you so go, go to culturalhall.com, you can find the exact. I just know that the cotton poly men's ring tops were one of the ones that I actually have purchased before. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can still get them. What's a after ring they top? Discon- like, uh, like a ring like a, spun like, top? Like a crew top. Yeah. Instead of the smile. Yeah. Instead of the, the, oh. instead, of, instead of the scoop neck, it's yeah. a ring. It's a look in, col- look in uh, Why would they neck? get rid of that? Can I just ask that? Because they're, <laughs> they're awful. Because they're awful. Isn't it just a normal? Oh, okay. That. 
tattoos. When you see saying. the dude Look bros. At this monk. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now well, I they, understand. Well, and the thing is, is it wouldn't be so bad if they made him a little looser, but like it's like barely enough to get your head mm-hmm. out of it. Yeah. And oh. I think they'll still make him in in strict cotton. Right. Tops. Straight up. Yeah. They're, yeah. Mm-hmm. Straight up cotton. But I just think they're discontinuing the cotton poly. But like they're so tight and they come up so mm-hmm. almost half turtlenecky. Yeah. It's a mock neck. Like, mock neck. <laughs> a mock turtle. Yeah. I'd like my garments in mock turtle and sausage casing, please. <laughs> Those Thank are you. excellent styles. Thank you. Very can popular. I get three yeah. of each. Three uh, sets of each. We've discontinued those, but you can still uh, order them after the fact, and you can get them uh, through a link that you'll find at theculturalhall.com and find mm-hmm. out uh, exactly what they look like, the ones that have been discontinued. Mm-hmm. Uh, goodbye, Janae and I. Okay. Loves and hugs. Bye-bye. Uh, so happy to see know, you again. Let us know the sex of the baby when you get the chance. When I, when I do. It, that's still I know, listen, like, I know. what am I? I'm I like 14 weeks now, so that's at 20 weeks. I'm, so I'm giving you then the yeah. next six weeks to come up with a really creative way for you to share it on the Cultural Hall's okay. Instagram page, okay? How should I? How should I? Well, uh, we'll coincide with the discontinuation of these garments, so, um, <laughs> so in June. I mean, put, it together. Yeah, put the two things together. I know. I'm, two not, together. I'm not telling you how to wear your garments. I'm not saying you should have me there to Facebook Live it, but <laughs> in case. top is out, but a yeah. boy is in! <laughs> Yay! No, just um, how should I how should I announce it on Facebook just the fact that we're pregnant? Uh, oh, you have not yet? I haven't yet. Oh, my huh. gosh. The social me- it's not real if it's not yeah, on social true. media. Um, like, I have my picture, like our little ultrasound picture. Right. But, like, what do what's I... The, uh, what's I the old thing that, that the bunny died, the rabbit died? Oh, gosh. You know what, what I'm saying? Yeah. There's, the, the, There's Like, something. back in the day, they used to do pregnancy tests with I'm not rabbits. that old. <laughs> 41. Okay. <laughs> it was kind of sad. You'd... you'd They'd inject the woman's urine into the rabbit, and if they died, then then you know you're they, pregnant. Then you knew you're pregnant. Yeah, yeah. See, you Holy thought I was what? making stuff up. Something a little much. So, it's so, a little much. So I know you still live out. No, in, in no rabbits were harmed in the finding out of my no, no, no. pregnancy. You ro- you look along the roadside for oh, a gosh. dead rabbit in the gutter and take a oh, picture gosh. and go, everyone. <laughs> Big oh. news. Oh, no. I would love it. Oh, oh no. my gosh. I know what I'm going to do now. Done. Awesome. Great. I can't wait to I see I can't it. wait either because you're super creative. Inspiration. Nice to be with all of you in the cultural hall. Nice to be with you as well. Bye, you guys. See you. Bye-bye. Uh, all right. So, Molly Jane, we'll do yep. just a couple more minutes and then we'll cruise out of here okay. as well. Okie doke. Um, I thought this was interesting. The Reign of Judges, the title of liberty. Do you remember this? The uh, the uh, what? crowdsource. What do I can't think of? Kickstarter. Kickstarter. The uh, like the 15 minute film, right? They're like, we're gonna make a Book of Mormon movie. Oh yeah, and yeah. It was like yes. Five hundred thousand dollars. Well, 15 minutes of this movie has been made. What? And they showed it to people. Oh. They showed it to uh, folks down at Coral Cliffs Cinema down in Hurricane, which is Southern Utah. Mm-hmm. Hurricane anywhere else? <laughs> but it stars Ben Cross, who was in 2009's Star Trek, Eugene Brave Rock, who played the chief in last year's Wonder Woman, Karina Lombard from shows like Rescue Me, The L Word, CSI, and Legends of the Fall, and then um, Darren Southam, who's the guy who sort of put the thing together, he's cast himself as Captain Moroni. He didn't, oh, he listen. Didn't, he didn't want to do it, <laughs> and that's what this article that's talks awesome. about. He said, I told my agent I'm too old. I don't want to cross the Atlantic for work anymore, uh, but it became obvious to me that But I'm just going to stretch right here. Yeah, uh, was a religiously committed 
man but knew nothing about his faith. Talks about the uh, coming about of this thing. Um, Southam's dream of bringing the Book of Mormon to life started many years ago, but it wasn't until July 4th, 2017 that it took off. Um, on September 14th, 2017, just a little more than two months after posting his video plea, he had raised $171,000 from uh, 1,601 backers. Um, and, uh, and, and their plan is to make a full-blown film. It will reach across the world, Southam said. 90% of our cast and crew were not Mormon. Um, according to Box Office Mojo, there is a demand. In the Christian genre category, it's clear that there's a market with films like The Passion of Christ, which this will be nothing like, mm-hmm. uh, which grossed more than $370 million. Heaven is for Real, which grossed more than $91 million. And the recent God's Not Dead, which has grossed more than $60 million. Um, even the last on the list of the top 100 highest grossing Christian movies is The Salvation Poem, which brought in almost a million dollars. So how much will a Reign of Judges film cost? They anticipate between 100 and 150 million dollars. Um, but we can do it for 40. Okay. So that's what we're looking for. So it is an interesting thing for sure. The Title of Liberty concept tour is continuing to the Fox Village uh, Theater in Los Angeles and San Diego. Uh, you can find when it might be coming around you and you can help fund this thing. It's epicmovietickets.com. This movie's going to be epic, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll say. <clears throat> what else you got? Uh, were you alive on June 8th, 1978? I was not. Mm. As I'm not 41, mm-hmm. I was not alive on that date. I was. I think that is actually the year after I was, like, to the date of when I was christened a Catholic. Okay. okay. Yeah. What do you know? How about that? Um, on that day, which here is described as otherwise unremarkable, nearly four decades ago, the church made, the LDS church made a momentous declaration. It was opening its priesthood to all worthy males, ending a century-long ban on black men and boys being ordained and on black women being allowed in Mormon temples. The First Presidency has announced that Which it, I don't know that I realized that black Mormon women weren't allowed in the temples at yes, that point. Yes, yes, that's Didn't true. Didn't know that. Yeah. You always hear that the priesthood, but you mm-hmm. don't hear the lady side of it. Um, as is and by per the, usual. And by that, I mean, you hear about the men's side, but not the lady's side. I'm still working on the priesthood is not men. Yep, that's true. I'm working on it. Thank you. Priesthood is a power mm-hmm. given by God mm-hmm. to everyone. Mm-hmm. Men are men and women are women. Yes. Uh, so on June 1st at the Conference Center here in downtown Salt Lake City, to mark the 40th anniversary of that revelatory change, the First Presidency will host a, in quotes, celebration. Um, the event, the, the details have not yet been announced. Um, Darius Gray, one of the founders of Genesis, a support group for black Mormons, recently penned a blog for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints official website. Did you read that? I have not. It is so good. Yeah? It is so good. His, I, I have uh, read things about it but I have not read his thing. Uh, A quote from it says, I am black, an African-American convert who this year celebrates with millions of members the 40th anniversary of the priesthood being extended to all worthy male members. Gray wrote in Healing the Wounds of Racism. Since that time, church leaders have fully disavowed past speculation for why the priesthood was withheld, including the notion of blacks being less valiant in the pre-mortal existence. Still, Gray said, racially insensitive comments and attitudes concerning persons of color have not all gone away yet. Nope. The first step toward healing is the realization that the problem exists even among some of us in the church, he wrote. We cannot fix that which we overlook or deny. Gray and other black Mormons hope the 40th anniversary celebration will bring renewed awareness of how the LDS church has been enriched by its openness to members of all races. 
And I, I've seen a lot of talk about this. I've heard a lot of things about this. And again, the details of this celebration um, are yet to be announced. But I feel like announced. we know some of it, right? Like we know Gladys Knight will be there. Right. We know Thurl Bailey will be there. <laughs> I, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I say it sort of jokingly, no, but, right? But won't we hold up these mm-hmm. very prominent African-American members of the church and be like, unite! Yes. Everyone get behind and mm-hmm. what a great story. As another perspective, though, I've seen people say, why are we celebrating a thing which never should have been in the first hmm. place? Interesting. interesting. Because it points to, I, I do think it will be interesting because of that very thing. I mean, just like Brother Gray says, it's true. It does exist. I mean, I have been in Sunday school classes and heard comments so embarrassing, I won't even repeat them here right. about this very subject. Because I it, it stuns me that people still think that way. Right. Um, but, um, yeah, I just... Say yeah. it. You can say it. Come no, on. I just. <clears throat> excuse me. Here I got I a think, box I think for that, you to step on okay. real quick. Thank you. No, just um, I'm hopeful that this event, this celebration, will do exactly what he's saying, which is acknowledge our hurtful, difficult to talk about past. Yeah. Uh, because I think for a lot of people, it might be really easy to gloss over. Like, but look, and this is a celebration of. But we also need to explain. In fact, just yesterday to my 16 year old, I was telling her about this, and uh, she was like, "Wait, what?" Like, she just did not know yeah. that. That was part of our Wait, past. We did that. Yeah, <laughs> right. exactly. So, anyway, but uh, yeah. So more details. I'm sure we in the cultural hall will have a lot to do with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably probably not the planning of it. They'll probably maybe more the spreading of the word and talking about it. Right. I don't think they're going to ask me to help plan it. No, I don't think you're going to be saying the opening prayer or anything. I, I, I don't know. I, I served don't... in Cleveland. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you sure did. <laughs> Is that like one of the comments that you hear in Sunday school that you don't want to repeat? That you yes. That I shouldn't have said no. No, no, not that you served in. Cleveland. Cleveland, but no, I'll tell you. Off uh, no, it's fascinating. It, it's fascinating to me, and I and I I I just think that there are some people who can't admit that it was just a little racist. Right. 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 And I use or, I that, use, or that racism doesn't exist. Right. But like, hey, so I heard it was always this and the lineage of this, and it and 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 S- still racist. Just said, still racist. You know what? Okay. No. Yeah. That's but, not a thing. But even beyond that, that is still racist. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Yep. Um, I've got a bunch. More that we could do, but I'll just share a couple of things. And then I just have one quick other one, but yeah. Oh, you still have one more? Just this one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll let you end on that because it's funny. Yeah. Uh, The Les Mis family. Have you seen these guys? The LeBarons? The LeBarons, yeah. Get them them at uh, the Tabernacle Choir concert in December. Yeah, they're very good. The whole family, they're standing around. And I don't know what they're doing. Is it, uh, I I never saw it in the video. I just heard them. Are they watching like um, like a karaoke version of Les Mis, but they're just standing around? around like families like Mormon families do like you do singing yep and it's tremendously great uh, singing of uh, Les Mis and mm-hmm. the whole parts of, of Les Mis right all of them and, and, and I love the the sisters in it holding the baby and the baby's like, <laughs> and like I dream you know just in crazy intense great singing and it's like me 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 <laughs> you know putting the baby's head mm-hmm. ah, you're cute you're cute I dreamed a dream <laughs> That's not even in that show, is it? What? Yeah, no, that, that that's, that's lame. All right, good. Yep. Uh, so I thought that was interesting. There's an interesting story at theculturalhall.com in association with this episode about um, a woman from the Philippines who came to Utah. Someone 
before she left said, don't let them convert you. Well, she, we got her. So there's that. <laughs> it's like the warning, right? You're going to Utah. Don't let them convert. Don't let them convert you. Got it. Uh, another interesting story. This from the Salt Lake Tribune. You know, the Mormon hating paper, apparently. <laughs> right. According to people. That uh, talks about LDS chaplains and that uh. Uh, chaplains in the military not necessarily uh, are like, hey, the Mormon church and the Book of Mormon, as far as that goes, as they're being chaplains, mm-hmm. it's just a very, very um, simple, all-inclusive, all-inclusive yeah. message of Christ. Yep. Though there, you know, there there are services that sure. the chaplains would run, like like a you know like a sacrament meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are a lot who are getting into being chaplains who don't ever have that opportunity to do the Mormon side of it, but are just being very Christian in the way that they uh, minister to those people. And I think that that kind of stuff matters. Uh, if you're not familiar with Book of Mormon Central, uh, it is certainly a thing to, to check out. Okay. Are you, do you know what it is? No. It is a group of people um, it, with a presence online. I believe there's podcasts that come out of it as well. Not like a show like this. Um, but it is, they have a yearly conference down in Utah County. And um, in this particular article, it talks about like these different people who have speculated what artifacts look like, right? Mm. And have made them. So like there's a... Uh, a Leohona, mm-hmm. right? Like as best as you can. Like a replica. Yeah, like a replica. Mm-hmm. So you could see, you can, you can hold what the size of the um, the uh, the uh, plates would have been. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's the original box or one of the boxes that Joseph Smith hid the plates in, mm-hmm. but it's a thing like that. So it's a rather than reading about it and go, "Huh, I wonder what that would be like." It is very much a hands-on sort of group that's like, you know, here's some here's some things you can see, like death masks of oh, Joseph sure. and Hiram. Sure. Um, and then other faith-based things as well, explaining, okay, so it talks about horses, right? Mm-hmm. It goes into some of that stuff as well to kind of help you understand uh, everything about the Book of Mormon. And the reason why it came about is, uh, so Book of Mormon musical comes out a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Previous to that, whenever you would look up Book of Mormon, it would come up with some sort of LDS.org mm-hmm. list link or something, uh, the onslaught of the musical. And now if you search Book of Mormon, the majority of your searches that come back are uh, 50-50 between mm. Book of Mormon with the LDS Church and Book of Mormon the musical, or uh, mm-hmm. is there going to be a movie, or is there a soundtrack, or a video on YouTube, or something like that. And so their effort is to just put more information out there mm. for people who um, who are Googling stuff and want to find stuff about the church. Cool. That's good. And then be able to see it. Good effort. We'll, we'll save this for a future week. I was going to do it today but we won't. We're going to get to know our eight general authorities that were called at conference. Oh, cool. Find out a little bit more about them. Okay. Um, and then just before you do your Kirby article, mm-hmm. this talking about uh, the newest apostles, that is. Do you remember their names? Garrett Gong. Uh-huh. And uh, Ulysses Suarez. Isn't, this, isn't that cool? That is such a bad A name. Yeah. I love Ulysses. Ulysses Suarez. Yeah. And I love that you said bad A like Janaemonite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's bad A Janaemonite. <laughs> Did you hear Yes, that? I did. That's did, right. Did you? Yes. Uh-huh. I'm bad A. I'm bad A. Only I didn't say yeah. A. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the selection of Go- Elder Gong and Elder Suarez is an indication that the church has begun to take seriously the task of growing outside the United States, according to this article in The Conversation. Uh, because of its massive missionary efforts, there are now roughly 16 million Mormons in the world. 
and a healthy majority of those live outside of the United States. One of every 15 Mormons is from Brazil. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting to note, especially with um, Elder Suarez. Elder Suarez. Um, Mormonism, however, is not one of the five official religions recognized by the People's Republic of China. Mm. But there are more Mormon congregations in the nation, built mostly through expatriates and Chinese citizens converted by Mormon missionaries abroad. Official numbers are not reported because of the Chinese government. Yep. Fascinating, isn't it? Yes. So I think that it really will be, as the once 19-year-old Richie speculated, one day there will be missionaries going into the land of China, and it'll be interesting to see if how much Elder Gong has to do with that. If not, why are my kids learning Chinese right? at school? Basically. Durr. <laughs> Durr. Durr. <laughs> and, and I saw that your son is doing that, and I didn't even realize you had one. I know. Can you believe it? Okay. Okay. Brother Kirby. Brother Kirby in the apparently Mormon-hating Salt Lake Tribune yeah. wrote a, an article this week called when, or last week, when a church leader fa- falls, it shouldn't shake your faith unless you had your faith misplaced to begin with. Oh, I did see this. I thought mm-hmm. there was something else, but I haven't read it. We haven't shared this here, so go ahead. Okay, great. So he talks about, um, as, to get just to the point, is um, the kind of idolization of leaders. Right. You know what I mean? Well, um, it's not the, we should not do that. No, we should not. And because we are all infallible and human and stop doing that. <laughs> and so <laughs> people... Says Robert Kirby. Right? Or sort of, as paraphrased yeah. by me. Um, and, you know, as relates to the Joseph Bishop story, um, it has shaken a lot of people's faith. And I think for very, very good reason, uh, just because it does cause us to um, examine if someone that's doing that can be in that position, then what the heck is going on, right. I guess. Uh, but essentially what he's saying here, the end of his article says, is if someone else's vile behavior causes you to question your core beliefs, it's only a sign that you had your faith misplaced to begin with. Since we are all fallible, even those we profess to love and revere the most are destined to fail from time to time. The cool part is the valuable lessons to be learned from such behavior. It can tell us so much about ourselves. Hmm. Um, he <laughs> he says, um, he, he, says uh, he, he talks about an experience he had. He said, I still cherish it. Further confirmation and a personally held belief that everyone is bad to some degree. Everyone. Yes, including your mom and all religious leaders. Santa too. Also your spouse. That baby you just had and every single one of your best friends forever. <laughs> so now, and and I just thought it was really important, um, not necessarily to the degree that, that something's wrong with you if if you are questioning or your faith has been shaken a little bit by by you know what's what's going on right now and what and um, we should say allegedly just allegedly passed. yes um, with the with the court case um, any of the court cases same y- with the yeah one, the no kidding missionary that we shared yes all of them uh, but I think the, the the point at least that I took away was that yeah that our leaders are infallible and to stop with the idolization of them yeah drop Mike she did we hope this episode has nourished and strengthened your body we hope that if you are sick or otherwise afflicted you will be well and be able to listen next time and that when the time comes you'll be able to travel home in safety in the meantime we'll be saving a seat for you on the back row of, of the, the cultural, cultural hall save me a seat it's sure to be neat on the back row